Welcome back to the Chasing Tone Podcast again. This is Brian, again with Blake Wyland of the Tone Mob Podcast, his own little podcast that you should be checking out if you're not. And, um, you know, actually, Blake. Yes. I had uh, someone that emailed me today and said they liked our, was it 50-some minute podcast that we did last week, I think? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they liked it. They said they want more of it. And uh, I responded with, I don't know how to put this kindly, but if you knew Blake, you wouldn't want to talk to him that long. Right. You know, he's just, <laughs> he's just not a nice guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one. I, uh, I uh, don't think that most people would like to talk to me for that extended <laughs> period of time because I, uh, I tend to start voicing my opinions at some point and, you know, they can be a little harsh. So I understand you're married. How in the world did you ever get a woman to put up with you? You know? You ever that ask yourself a, that? Yes. On a daily basis. I, uh, <laughs> I'm very, very confused by this whole thing. And uh, we are approaching our eighth anniversary. Wow. And I'm like, I can't believe she has tolerated this nonsense for it's, this it's, long. Oddly enough, we got to talk about the similarities between us. I will be celebrating an eighth anniversary as well soon. Look at that. Okay, so, this is getting weird. <laughs> I mean, like, really? Uh, it it is. We're we're brothers from another mother, as as the kids used to say. I think know. they still say it. Do somewhere. they? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Okay, I don't know. Speaking of kids, so apparently uh-huh. there was an award show. Recently, ah uh, yes, there and, sure um, was. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the iHeart Radio Music Festival you're about to speak of. I th- I think so. I I watched about three seconds of it last night. Turned to my mm-hmm. wife, who, uh, as a side note, I will say, when she told me yes, when we got married, I kind of looked at her like, seriously, you do? <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> Tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. You know, I turned it on for about three seconds, mm-hmm. and then I paused it, and I turned to my wife, and I said, remember when country music was country music? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, boy. You know, and I started giving that old man speech, you know, and oh man, you know, start, start, open up my door and yell at the kids, get off my lawn, and that sort That's of thing, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I really, you know, I, it's weird because, like, country turned to like Southern rock mm-hmm. and then turned to pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it turned to bad pop. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then bad pop, which is yeah. a shame, man. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, it would be like if I, you know, if, if I had, um, I don't know, an investor or something like that, or, mm-hmm. you know, like a record company, if I yeah. had an investor that said, you are only going to make three knob overdrives for the rest of your career, like oh, at some man. point, as you know, in you know, as the designer creator guy, I would just be like, "Oh man, why can't I just like, why well, I want to do a delay though?" You know, mm-hmm. no, only three knob overdrives because we don't want to confuse everybody, and we've determined from our studies that everybody wants three knob overdrives. Can I can I put you a know? bright switch in there? Could I please put a bright switch in there? No, no, our studies have shown that people do not like bright switches, you know? And, and like, to me, that's kind of like the record industry, you know? Oh, it is. You have all these artists that actually love real country. And they're, you know, they have teams of songwriters and 
Um, and, and, you know, over the years, I've got to know several of them pretty well, and I've actually talked to them about this, and I can't name mm-hmm. names, unfortunately. But right, a lot of them, uh, when they're writing, they're writing with that in mind. So, they, they, you know, they, they know what they have to write in order to get it to go through the record company, right? Right. And a lot of them don't like it either, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, this is a subject that we've talked about before. Actually, mm-hmm. the first podcast we ever did together, which was right. my yeah, show, so we talked so we about it. Go, yeah, we won't go too deep into it. I just I have to interject that before, uh, before I start with where, where I'm actually trying to take this here. Yeah. And I just want to put out a couple things about that. So, first of all, country music is uh, near and dear to my heart. I grew up listening to it. That's what my dad listened to. He's a big did you, listen to, did you listen to country and western? Country and western, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes, okay. Yes, just both make, of them together. Okay. Uh, uh, so, like, he's a big Waylon Jennings fan. Uh, Willie Nelson, you know, Merle Haggard. Seen Merle Haggard live once. It was great. That's, like, that. love that stuff. Love it. And fast forward to today, I have to, at my job, um, whenever I'm in the office they have a radio play. And guess what station it's on? It's on the quote-unquote country radio station. And how, it's... How do you deal with that? I, it, I honestly... Uh, they used to not have a radio in there when I first started the job. And I, um, I was fine, like, being in there on the computer, like, doing my computer stuff. And honestly, it, it, it grates on me so bad that like I'm I stay out of the office as much as humanly possible now, because uh, it, it, it drives me absolutely insane. Um, and I'm like I try to like be cool about it because that's what everybody wants to listen to and try to be a team player and all that good stuff. But one time a guy, uh, the the uh, uh, assistant gal came in and she was like, "Hey, uh, what radio station we want to listen to today?" And one of the guys said, "There's only one radio station." The country station. And I looked at him and I said, you know, I've never one time heard a country song in this office. <laughs> He's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I'm like, I hear twangy bad pop that talks about pickup trucks, moonlight, and shake it for me, girl. And it's an abomination to even call it country music. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... So yeah, I won't I would, go. I won't go too far down that road. I do want to say, <laughs> I wish I wish I could name names because there's like so many stories I've heard from guys on the road about, you know, singers that walk out on stage and like, how y'all doing? Hi, mm-hmm. my name is so and so, and we're gonna show you guys some country songs tonight. Right. And then they get off stage and like, hey, so uh, I got a question. Um, yeah, like the <laughs> accent, like, accent's totally gone. It's uh, it was all an act. You know, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> and that's but, not everybody, but that has happened before. That, and know? that's not surprising because if you talk to somebody that actually has an accent like that, they don't sound that way. Like they I don't know. sound fake and weird. But I do want to point out a couple guys, though, that uh, I think they have some. Well, one guy in particular, I think, has real potential to really help maybe drag things back a little bit. Um, and it's not Chris Stapleton, although I do think he's good. Yes. Um, uh, I think he's very good. Yes. Uh, 
Agreed. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of a guy called Sturgill Simpson? Yes. Yep. I, I absolutely love his music, and I think that he has some potential to maybe help right the ship a little bit. Um, I agree. And yep. uh, Actually, when I, when I found Sturgill Simpson, um, <laughs> I guess I was late to the party. And this is, actually, I think Ben Haggard, which is Merle's son, uh, Ben mm-hmm. has a, has a uh, Snapchat. And uh, he, he, you know, one of his snaps, he was, uh, I don't know, listening to some music or something. Mm-hmm. And so I just sent a message. I'm like, who is that? That's mm-hmm. great. And he's like, that's Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, had, I looked it up online. I'm like, this is great. And so I started texting like everybody I knew. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, of course. You, you're just now hearing of them? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> the guy is amazing. And his, uh, I always fail on his guitar player's name. He's a European dude. Uh, I, yeah. I, watched, I watched Sturgill live one time. He uh, used to be a metal player. I thought so. I can, yeah, that sounds right. Man, he, that guy can work he, a Telecaster. But may, yeah, you would not know it because he does not play like a metal player. Like he's no. got it down. I can't remember his name either. Super, super, super great player though. Amazingly yeah. great. Um, I'm going to have to like – that's going to bug me. Uh, when I when I talk about this podcast in social media posts, I will correct this error because he, uh, he's phenomenal. And when he's w- watching him live – He's mm-hmm. he's one of those guys who is even better. Like I, my jaw dropped when I watched those guys live. Like I couldn't believe what really? he was doing. Yeah. Hmm. And he he does these. Like I thought there was a steel guitar player in the band. I really did. I didn't realize it was all him. Okay, got it. Lore Jomay. Yep, that's it. There you go. Perfect. You're welcome. I'm glad you have a computer in front of it's you. The power of Google. Because if I had a, a computer in front of me right now, that would mean I was in the office and I'd have to listen to the bad country station. So I, I am tied to a computer most of the time. Are you like connected via a USB cable to your brain? No, but you know, if, if it was possible, I would. I mean, like, <laughs> this is kind of silly, but if I, if I have the capability of having an iPhone like stuck in my arm or something, I'd mm-hmm. probably do it at some point, you know, because like I rely on it so much. Oh, you know? I agree. I agree. I don't know if I would stick it in my arm, but I mean, you know I, what we I mean. could we could start talking about the singularity and Ray Kurzweil and all that stuff, but yeah, that's let's probably going to that. that's probably going to bore a lot of people. So I won't go down that path too far. But either I will that say, or either that or freak them out. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. So Nick Jonas okay. was speaking on the of, show. Speaking of good guitar players, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Nick Jonas, uh, it's, you know, it, it's all over Facebook. It's all over Twitter. It's all over, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've seen people blast him, like, you know, why is he there? And I've seen other people, you know, the other way, thinking, at least he's trying, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I know my thoughts. What, what's, what's your thoughts on it? So my thoughts are this. Uh, don't care one lick about the Jonas Brothers or Nick Jonas's music. I I have never listened to more than like two and a half seconds of any of their stuff. Not for me. Um, I'm assuming the dude has a, a fair amount of talent uh, to even get to that. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of untalented people that are famous, but... Uh, I, I'm assuming that 
you know, he has some qualities that make him a marketable pop star. So, and the guy so. has the guy, to my knowledge, has at least strummed a six string on more than one occasion. So, you know, I don't think so. I mean, I, like I, I, uh, I'll just you know, full disclosure. I don't know any of the Jonas Brothers music, or like I don't know anything about them other than they're a thing to a group of people, right? So like I couldn't tell you like what kind of music they play or whether there's even guitar in it. I don't know, um, but I do know at least from the watching the video mm-hmm. that it's possible. Maybe he was really nervous. Because it looked like kind of a pentatonic little simple lick he was playing. Yeah. And he hit like – it was nowhere near – like it was totally, totally different country of of that scale. You know uh, yeah, I mean? like, completely off. I mean even if you're playing – even if you're playing blindfolded, you should be able to pretty much play a pentatonic scale. You should so, be able to get real close. <laughs> but I will say that I have been – and I'm not professional by any means, but I've, I've – you know – Play, been playing in, in a club or bar or whatever, and I think you know I think I'm in D, and I've actually shifted up a little bit, and I'm like, oh crap, wrong key, wrong scale, you know. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, stuff like that does happen, and I think maybe that's what happened to him. I, I mean, uh, I got a couple theories. I think it could have been that. I where I was going was like he strummed a guitar before. I'm pretty sure. Like he probably knows uh, the basics, right? Uh, I I would just, I'm just gonna give him that you know that kind of uh, yeah he's he's got credit. a Telecaster so he's on a good start at least and it's a, a good, good looking guitar here. it is a good yeah. looking Tele so um uh I'm just gonna say that I think there that something went wrong I think either he just made a mistake and it completely freaked him out or he he couldn't hear something like there was something wrong with his in ear monitors or. Or something like something technical that, probably went wrong. That's that my could theory. could happen, but I still stand by my theory that if you're playing a pentatonic scale, you know where it's at. I would think. Well, I don't know. I I don't I I couldn't I couldn't begin to tell you. Like the I know that I'm not a very good guitar player, and and but I can fake it better than that. So that's what I can say. <laughs> I guess. Right. I, I, uh, I I could probably, of course. I also have never played in front of that many people. I probably would just flub all over the place just like that, you know. If I had that many eyeballs watching my playing live, right? So, yeah. Well, I mean, um, well, I'll, I'll say this, and uh, you know, to the public, because I guess Andy came out with it on Facebook, right? Or okay. Twitter or somewhere. Andy Wood, um, who plays with the Rascal Flats. He said um, something – I think this is a direct quote here. Okay. This isn't meant to be an insult or come across as some sort of vicious, att- vicious attack, but when a pop star steps into the territory of all the guys behind him at the moment, on stage the rest of the night, etc., he butchers a featured moment that could have gone to a competent player and shows the world that, hey, maybe this guitar thing is harder than Brad Paisley makes it look. You know, Give credit where it's deserved. Don't give Nick Jonas a featured guitar solo. It devalues what the rest of us do. Nick, you're a pop star and accomplished singer. Stick to those two things or practice the guitar. Do you agree with that? Uh, totally. Uh, like totally. 100% agree with that. Like, I mean, I, like I say, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt in that I think that something technical went wrong, but there's a, there's a good chance it didn't. I'm hoping for, I like, I want, I want to see him come out with a video where he just shreds something. 
That Summer. would be that actually would be great if <laughs> if he comes out like, "Hey guys, uh, sorry, I you know I, I messed up a note, but watch this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to happen. I don't think it will. Um, I think I'd I, be... I'm going to demonstrate this Ingve Momstein solo real quick. Yes, <laughs> like I apologize for my mistake, but uh, here's here's something I can do and just. <laughs> Or just go all Chet, Chet Atkins on it and just just destroy everyone. Uh, right. But I mean, you know, like concerning what Andy said there in his comment, um, I guess I can see where he's coming from. Where you know, there's there's guys in Nashville who are trying to make a living who are great guitar players. You know, have one of those guys do it. But at the end of the day, it's a big show, and they're wanting to put on a show, and so they're probably going to put someone like Nick Jonas up there. You know, and be like, hey. Uh, hit these three notes for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, who was the who was uh, you just mentioned his name a little bit ago uh, when we were talking? Oh, Lil Wayne. Podcast. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Oh, not, li- now you want to talk Wayne. about Lil Wayne? Oh yeah, Lil Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Yeah. The, that was now that is an atrocity, and I won't even give him the benefit of the doubt on that. That was just him being an idiot. So, but it's still it's show business, you know. I mean, somebody somewhere thought that was going to make for a good show. Well, I guess, you know what? If the goal was to get people talking about it, that worked. So, uh, yeah. like, uh, the internet blew up when it, like, even non guitar players, they were like, what is he doing? You know, like, this is, <laughs> this is just an atrocity. Like, this, <laughs> it, uh, it was bad. I actually, I've talked about this a couple times, but I still think it's really funny. You, uh, you know those uh, those memes that like they'll that they end with stop S T A H P. Have you seen those? No. Okay. Well, this will make sense to you anyway. You'll you'll still get it. It says okay. it has Jimi Hendrix, and he says, "Lil Wayne, why are you picking up that guitar?" So, Lil Wayne, what are you doing? Lil Wayne, and then Jimi Hendrix is crying, and it says, "Stop." <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they're never as funny to talk about as they are to see, but uh, yeah, I'm I did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next award show, you think Nick Jonas is on it? Uh, he probably won't be playing a guitar unless he is a secret <laughs> shredder. Uh, he probably won't be playing a guitar. Just saying. I mean, and there's all kinds of parody videos out about it too. I mean, there was. Uh, a video showing the solo and like the guitar hero screen behind it. You, oh, you know, yes. have you ever played guitar hero? <laughs> and like it, it, to hit, you know, it shows when you hit the notes or when you miss the notes and it showed them missing like all the notes on this guitar hero <laughs> graphic behind it. That was, a, that was a well done video. That was pretty funny. That's really um, funny. But apparently, I mean, I didn't read through everything, but it looked like, um, you know, some people were twittering about it. Right. Um, giving the old tweet some action, and he, mm-hmm. you know, is kind of joking around with it and taking it lighthearted. So, you know, he's he's handling it well, which right. is cool. And, and he's been in show business for quite a while at this point. Like he's probably been subject to worse ridicule than this. So probably so, probably so. Like you know, Nick, good luck. Like you're doing better than most of us. So I guess we really should stop making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> so. That's true. 
So, okay. Uh, and as, uh, you know, as uh, Forrest Gump would say, that's about all I have to say about that. So. <laughs> okay, so I got, I, I have a question for you. Okay. I mean, it's not a question. Maybe it's a point. But it's from, uh, these are some questions from the Wampler Pedals Tone Group on Facebook. Yes. So uh, a guy named, I think it's Vidar, V-I-D-A-R, Vidar Frosten. Okay. Frosted from Norway. I, I'm not Norwegian, so I'm probably I'm totally mispronouncing that. But anyways, in Indiana, that's how I pronounce it. How about that? <laughs> uh, he says, uh, it's funny how much of a role your state of mind and physical state play in how you perceive things. And he goes on to talk about how he was using the same guitar and amps and everything else, but just like everything sounded bad. The same settings and everything, but it just it sounded bad. And, uh, and I can relate to stuff like that. I mean, like there's times where like you're using everything the same and it's just like it, nothing's working. It just seems like everything that sounded great last night now sounds terrible. And then it's like it snowballs and messes with your head and it starts sounding even worse. Have you ever, um, you ever run anything like that? Oh man, that's a, I think everyone has run into that. Like that is not, uh, that is not at all unusual. I've I've had that exact experience before. I'm like, what is why is what is going on here? Like, like I like I even hit the right note, uh, and it still sounds bad. Like <laughs> I don't understand. Right. And and then maybe you just swap a swap a guitar, swap a pedal, swap an amp. Maybe uh, you know, is, or is even just you, is that how you would get out of it? I mean, out of that rut. I would do that. I mean, I guess it, I've never been in it for like an extended period of time. Um, mm-hmm. But when I've experienced it before, it, you know, it's usually just like an evening or something or, you know, right. a, a session or whatever. And it would be like sometimes it's as easy as swapping out a piece or dr- mm-hmm. or getting rid of something. If you got a large right. board, maybe it's like maybe that particular whatever it is, that delay is not doing it for you today. You need to throw it in the garbage. Like, I find that I find that it can sometimes be sort of the opposite is true as well. I mean, for example, uh, you know, let's say I'm making some sound clips or uh, even like breadboarding or something, and mm-hmm. I may think, wow, this is sounding really good. And then I come back to it the next day, and it's total, it sounds totally different than what I remember. And I think that part is just like my ears adjusting to something, and I'm just getting used to hearing it, and I think it's great. And then coming back later with a fresh set of ears, I'm like, ah, it's just, that's not it. Oh, yeah. That's very relatable. And I think that really happens a lot in, like, the recording process. Like, Definitely. you're in the, stu- in the studio. I remember things. I'm like, this tone is, this is it, man. This is the bee's knees. And then I'll listen to the mix later. And, like, like uh, some whoever's mixing it will be like, uh, yeah, something's off here. Would you listen to this? I'm like, and I'll go back and, like, Oh, that's my guitar. That doesn't sound good at all. We gotta redo that or add mm-hmm. something to it or 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 something like that. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I've definitely experienced that before. Yeah, me as well. So uh, we, go ahead. Oh yeah. So I guess I think my advice for either of those, whether it's sounding really good or it sounds bad, um, is just what you said, to take a break. Like yeah. go away go away from it for a while. You know, usually it don't take more than like go in the house for the night and go to sleep, come back to it the next day. You'll probably, you know, you'll or, or probably you, you find know something else. 
kind of a hack that I like to use. I don't know if this works for everybody, but it does for me. Um, if I just listen to different types of music, get me in different types of moods, right? Mm-hmm. So if I just listen to something, like if I just stop what I'm doing, and I have to do this while breadboarding a lot too, especially if I'm not like in the mood, but I know I have to get something done. Yeah. Then I'll listen to certain types of music that will get me in that mood and kind of it changes everything for me. Anyways, oh, I don't yeah. know if that's a good hack for everyone else, but that works for me quite a bit. That I mean, I think that works for most people who are really into music, and I think that can be applied to whether you're trying to do something creative or you're just like, I need to go get this thing done. I need to get fired up about it. What fires me up? So, right. like sometimes I, like I really like certain types of of like hardcore and and metal, like certain types, not mm-hmm. not all, but. Oftentimes when I'm like headed into work, knowing that I'm going to be punished with uh, uh, an unnamed artist's uh, tune about Friday nights, uh, <laughs> sometimes I'll put on like some of the most like aggressive stuff that I listen to. Like I'll put on something like, uh, I don't know if you listen to any of this stuff, probably not, but like Red Fang, they're a local Portland band. That is just they just have ripping riffs and they're mm-hmm. pretty pretty heavy. Um, and the sword recently started listening to the sword, who's kind of a stoner rock thing. Uh, and you know, uh, ooh, I, this isn't really a heavy band, but somebody that's really been doing it for me lately is a Wolf Mother. So oh, I was I was for sure you're going to say Jonas Brothers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the Jonas Brothers really. That's what I go to when I'm just wanting to chill. Just put on the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> and uh, it really just kind of takes my cares away. Do you, uh, you know, pour, you get yourself a good bubble bath, put candles around the tub, and listen to mm-hmm. some soft Jonas Brothers music? Listen to some Jonas Brothers. Think about how back when I was a 13-year-old girl, life was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know if it was just me or if everybody did that. So I no, guess no, that's, that's common. That's Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's a totally normal thing to do, and if your wife ever ridicules you about it, you say, "Hey, call Blake. He'll he'll tell you he does it too." <laughs> I will try that next time. Yeah, you should Speaking try that with uh, whatever. Like anytime she's getting after you, just say, "Hey, listen, let's talk to Blake about it, and we'll sort this out." <laughs> She'll say, "Isn't that the guy that said something about six thousand dollar cables?" Oh, I said it, or oh, yeah, I did. I had something to say about that. Um, yes, you did. Uh, I guess we should give a little backstory uh, to that, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, you, you. You'd meant not to totally. We totally change topics there, but I just thought it'd be funny to segue that way. <laughs> hey, that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you're telling me about these six thousand dollar cables that totally change everything and blow your mind. Yeah, they blew my mind. All right. Uh, so I stumbled somewhere in the social media web across a company that makes a – let's not undersell it, Brian. It's a $6,600 10-foot instrument cable, right? Well, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Let's yeah. try to wrap our minds around that for a second. This is a standard guitar cable, like standard as in features. It's not mm-hmm. like it's got some sort of uh, built-in electronic – wizardry into it it's just a cable sure and it is let's repeat that six thousand six hundred u.s dollars for a 10-foot guitar cable so i'm thinking if if let's say 
you know, a hand-wired guitar pedal has, I don't know, let's say two feet of cable altogether. You know, mm-hmm. as, once you chop them up in little pieces and everything, right? Right. Then, um, you know, that means that I can, see if I build that with inside of a guitar pedal, that allows me to uh, basically make a pedal that's going to be several thousand dollars. Yeah. Right? Well, heck when yeah. When all said and done. You know? Well, and then you got the, uh, you know, who let alone the components in there. Like, who right. knows what kind of wizardry you've you've concocted. If you can find magical cables, then exactly. you may- I mean, well, it's. I think, re- I'm just saying, it's ridiculous. Like, like, it, it like offended me that it, that it even existed. It, it, the weird thing, and I'm probably going to catch um, a lot of flack or slack from this. <laughs> catch me, um, catch me some slack. Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the, you don't do it as well as the master. I would just. I know. Say. I know. I I was trying. It's. <laughs> He's probably going to call me up and say, listen, how about you just stop? <laughs> Season desist. That's, that's mine. <laughs> so, he no. would be pleased to know that like, like that, that has made its rounds among my friends. Like we say that. Like, oh. I've, heard, I've heard so many people say that too. I, and the thing is like, I don't, that, <laughs> that'll, I don't think that was like ever an intentional in any way. That's just <laughs> Travis being a. Yeah, silly Travis Feaster. For anyone who's like wondering what in the world we're talking about, go back to like episode fifty-ish or so, maybe mm-hmm. episode forty. And Travis, I think it was around there where Travis said, "I'm gonna start a new phrase, y'all. It's just gonna be come on hashtag C M O N." Yep. <laughs> and so from there on, he'd like he'd be like, "Come on!" Every yeah. time he wanted to make a point. Yep. So it, it stuck. I, I have to. I have to say it stuck with me. I do say it on a semi-regular basis, and everyone looks at me very oddly. So back to instrument cables. Right. So here's. So here's where I'm going to irritate a lot of people and probably get a lot of hate mail. Mm-hmm. There is difference between cables from one to another. Yeah, and for sure. It's not six thousand dollars worth of difference. In fact. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say most people are probably using a buffer somewhere. And you're not, you're really, once you, especially once you throw a buffer in there, you're not going to hear the difference between a $6,000 cable and a $60 cable, which mm-hmm. is still pretty expensive for a 10 foot cable. It is. Um, you know, I mean, like me, myself, even on our show board, I like, I just use like five or $6 patch cables between stuff. So everything's buffered. You can't tell. You no. cannot tell the difference. No. No, once you, you throw know? a buffer in there, everything changes. So you can feel free to correct me on this if I make a incorrect statement. But to my knowledge, on instrument cables, mm-hmm. once it's like, as long as it's solidly constructed, and I'm talking like, say you don't have a buffer. Just say okay. you're going straight to the amp. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it's solidly constructed and not going to fail on you, um, and it has a reasonable, uh, capacitance rating, mm-hmm. you're good, right? Like, pretty much. I'm, I mean, like there are cables that have lower capacitance ratings and, and you'll hear, um, you know, more highs in one mm-hmm. that is, is lower because it's not acting as that filter. Um, yep. so there is a difference, but like you say, once you throw a buffer in there, it, the, it's over. You're done. It, I, I would never, ever pay $6,000 for a cable. I just, well, let me take that back. 
No, I would. I mean, like if someone gave me $6,000 and said you could only buy a, a cable with it, <laughs> right. then I, I would do it. <laughs> but if anyone else gave me like $6,000, I'd probably buy a guitar and an amp, you know? Well, yeah, that's the joke I made is like, well, I was thinking about buying a vintage Jazzmaster, but I guess I'll buy this cable instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is ridiculous. Come I just, on. I, I, I always kind of default back to, is it $6,000 worth of value? Like, is it giving me, if I buy this cable, is it going to give me $6,000 worth of pleasure? And I just, it just doesn't make any sort of sense to me. But then in the high-end hi-fi audio world, I mean, there's crazier things than that. Oh, yes. For sure, you know? There are. Um, I mean, I I know there's like power cables that are super expensive and supposedly sound a lot better. Some people swear by them. Some people, you know, can't hear a difference. I haven't had any experience with that, so I can't say one way or the other. I I I, I would like to comment on that a little bit, though, right? Sure. Go for it. So, So from the power station... It travels through hundreds, if not thousands of miles of the electricity. Travels through thousands of miles of cable. Mm -hmm. Through your wall. Now, if you're in a newish house, hopefully it's not a rat's nest of weird old crappy wiring. But it, it travels through this, you know, fairly thin gauge copper cable to the outlet. Right. Right. The kind that you buy like at, you know, Lowe's or your favorite, you know. A building supply store for like what is it, hundred bucks for a gigantic roll or something? Yeah, I mean it, it is kind of ex- expensive just because it's copper, but like it's cheap compared to what cheap we're talking foot, about for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you it travels through, and then you telling me that last five feet of power cable changes everything? How? <laughs> See, that's a, that's exactly how I approach it as well. My my approach is. That may be true as long as, you know, your cable, your guitar amp is set up right next to the power station, wherever your electric plan is, mm-hmm. and you plug into their outlets. Yes. Maybe you'll hear a difference then. Right. <laughs> but even then, probably not. You know, because, I, mean, I mean, I don't know, I used to build houses and stuff, so, and I've wired and helped wire a lot of houses, and... They're not wiring it for ways that's going to improve sound or noise or anything like that. Not generally, you know? Correct. Uh, Basically, they're like, all right, here's the shortest run to the fuse box, you know? (laughs) And cables are crossing, you know, wires crossing all over each other, you know, and it's just... (laughs) I probably wouldn't spend the money for, for that expensive power cord either personally right well i mean like even in my uh little jam shack like i was fortunate enough to have an electrician buddy you know help me wire it up and you know we tried to we put like there's like a billion outlets in there because i was like i do not want to ever be looking for a freaking power outlet i want it to be right where i need it to be because this is a music room right Uh, and so we put a bunch of outlets in there and Every outlet except for two, and these are like four box outlets, is on its own mm-hmm. circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because to try, yeah, you know, like we're doing it. I'm not paying, you know, X amount of dollars an hour to have somebody do it. This guy's helping right. me out. He's like, we might as well just just do it. Like, yep. And and I can tell you this much: like, there is still noise and stuff that happens. So yes, this yep. is far from high end studio wiring, but it's better than most houses. And it's uh, 
it just it I just can't imagine that kind of stuff helping. So yes, I agree. <clears throat> I totally agree. Um, I was man, I had a point, and I was sit there, and I totally lost it. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Oh, I know what it was. Okay, so okay. I had um, I had a customer. It's been a while back. Who was complaining about noise issues? Mm-hmm. I was like, my amp, everything's so noisy, you know, especially when I apply any overdrive pedals. Yeah. And I may have talked about this before. And through the course of troubleshooting, sending pedals back and forth and stuff, mm-hmm. we found out that, like, the laundry room was right behind the room he was in. Ah. And it was and it was just being roughly off the same circuit, it was, uh, the, with the dryer and stuff, it was causing problems. It was causing yeah. problems, you know? Well, uh, that was an expensive lesson. Yeah, that is a very so. expensive lesson. And th- that's a really good point that you brought up because I was just thinking about a friend of mine has a really, really nice studio uh, that he just finished building last year. And, you know, he put a lot of research and a lot of effort into making things as, as clean and, and, and uh, from the wiring perspective, well, from every point in the build. But mm-hmm. he did it at his absolute best to make it the best he could do. Mm-hmm. And we were playing in there like, there's a weird noise coming through. Like, how in the world, what is this weird noise? And it wasn't until a couple weeks ago uh, that another friend of mine was there trying to help him troubleshoot it. They found out it was his invisible electric dog fence that goes around his property. <laughs> <laughs> and the studio is quite a ways. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's not right there on the edge of his right. property. It's fairly far away. Uh I would have never imagined that was the problem, but yeah, that would, I probably wouldn't have been able to figure out that problem either. That's crazy. Yeah. So, well, had, had he had a $6,000 power cord to, you know, plugging the, uh, the, uh, wireless fence in, he wouldn't have had that problem. <laughs> that right. It would have been fine. It would have been yeah. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, yep. for more thoughts on this, here we go. I'm shameless plugging right now. There is sure. a, a article on tonemob.com. And uh, it goes into depth. It's not very far back. Um, it's called a word about power cables or something like that. I can't remember what I called it, but there's an article on there. <laughs> there's an article that has something to do with power cables. I don't know where it's at or what the name of it is, but it, just trust me, it's on there. I'll put a link on the Facebook group or somewhere if people want to find it. Message me. I'll send, I'll send you there. Like, there I. You go. I I don't have a computer wired to my arm like we were talking about earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, um, and it's not uh, – I didn't write these this info. Um, the man behind Intex Cables actually who's been an engineer for 30-plus years and wired high-end studios and done all kinds of crazy electrical stuff um, mm-hmm. wrote these, um, these points for me. And I kind of edited them together to make them right. uh, an article, and they're very so you, interesting. So you plagiarized. That's, that makes sense. No, 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 no. I had him do it for me. I, <laughs> I, I, I messaged teasing. him. And I'm, I, I'm teasing. I plagiarized other things. <laughs> plagiarized lots of stuff, but that wasn't one of them. No, that one was legit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So with that, um, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it a day. Okay. We you can do I mean? that. You got any well, closing closing thoughts? My closing thoughts are: Nick Jonas is a millionaire, and. Uh, we don't we we're not so he can do whatever he wants i guess <laughs> i don't know i tried to come up with something witty but i i kind of failed uh, okay so i have one okay 
maybe he needed a G-bender G in a Telecaster. Ah, maybe that was the problem. Right. You know, he, maybe he thought he was going to bend it and like there's no G-bender and he's like, crap. You know? You know what? That's I think you I think you figured it out. He hit the note and he was going to bend into it. Yep. And and he and he's like, he's like wait. Wrong guitar. <laughs> there's no bender in this one. Oh no. And I'm on live TV. See? I'm just, I'm just saying G-benders save lives. That's all I'm saying. That's what the name of this episode's going to be. G-benders save lives. <laughs> Perfect. All right, man. So if, if anyone out there has any questions, make sure you shoot an email to podcast at wamplerpedals.com. Uh, check out our Facebook group, Wampler Pedals Tone Group. Uh, mm-hmm. You can also hit us up on Snapchat. Mine happens to be Brian Wampler is my name. What's your, what's your name on the Snapchats? My name on the Snapchats is The Tone Mob, and I've been getting on there a lot more lately, and uh, I'm going to start doing some uh, – trying to do as much interesting guitar-related things as I can, so – Okay, if you will, can you not do it in your underwear anymore? It's just disturbing. I thought that was interesting. That's what I meant mm. by interesting. No, I didn't dig that one. No. Well, I mean, hey, Uh-oh. Silence of the Lambs had some, you know, weird stuff in it, and that was an <laughs> Oscar-winning film, so I figure, why not try to replicate it? Right. <laughs> sure. So they can also check out the Tone Mob podcast. And, uh, and, you're on, and you're on Tinder now as well, right? <laughs> Swipe left. <laughs> Swipe left if you like. Swipe right if you don't. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, your wife is going to hate me. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, and it's just a Tone Mob podcast. So look it up. You'll yeah. find it. Yeah. And subscribe. And I'm so, on all that other social media stuff too. The same stuff that Brian's on, so you can find me there. It's all the Tone Mob. The Tone Mob. It's that way across all platforms, right? Exactly. Okay. All right. There we go. All right, man. It's been great. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>